Well, welcome everyone to the podcast as we are beginning to wrap up our series on prayer today. And today's going to look a little bit different. You are going to hear a collection of four prayers from our pastors here at the Holy District. Some of them are written um, by other people and we're reading them to you. Some of them are a breath prayer, um, an imaginative prayer, Lectio Divina. Um, We are creating this just so that you can have a resource available to you. So as you enter into today, um, find a quiet place, grab a journal if you want to write, grab um, a cup of coffee or something, sit down um, and begin to slow yourself, your mind, your body, so that you can join with us in meeting with the Spirit wherever you are today. I am going to start us on a practice called Lectio Divina, and this is an ancient spiritual practice of reading through scripture, noticing um, things that stick out to you and asking the Holy Spirit to guide you and to um, lead you through it. So this isn't a thought or like deeply analytical exercise. This is more um, resting, relaxing, and asking Jesus and the Spirit of Jesus to bring things to mind. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. Today we are going to be looking at a passage from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, from the message. As I read this to you, I want you to be asking what word or phrase sticks out to me. Don't force it. Just let it come to mind. If it doesn't come right away, sit and wait until it does. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. As I read through this one more time, I want you to ask as you have your word or phrase that stuck out to you. Ask um, Jesus, what does he want you to know about that word or phrase? Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. 
Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, as I read this one more time, I invite you to share with Jesus areas where you feel tired, worn out, burned out on religion. Where do you need unforced rhythms of grace and to learn that? Where does something feel heavy or ill-fitting? How do you need Jesus to help you live freely and lightly? Where are you wanting to get away? How, are you, how can he help you recover your life? Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me and get away with me. You'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, as I move into reading this one last time, I want you to come to Jesus and ask who in your life is carrying something too heavy for them, has a big burden. Who could you share a burden with? Who could you share your burden with? How could you um, learn to live freely and lightly and help someone who's tired or worn out? Ask Jesus to draw them to mind today. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Father, help me to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself away to others, being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. Amen. Our second prayer I want to offer as a meditation today is written by Enuma Okoro, and it's called A Prayer for When We've Lost Our Way Again. Merciful Lord, sometimes it seems like we can't help but lose our way again and again. Our hearts long to follow you but you know the way of the human heart. You know how in our misguided longings, 
we veer off our journeying to you and begin to chart our own ways by false stars and distorted visions. Forgive us. Forgive us for all the times we are tempted by the hints of light instead of remaining steered by the assurance of light. Forgive us when we forget that we are already claimed by you, loved by you, and purposed for you. Forgive us when we allow ourselves to shape and to be shaped by voices and words that do not bring life, create life, nurture life, sustain life, or resurrect life. Merciful God, help us to find our way again. Turn us back towards the road. Spotted with other pilgrims, wayfarers, and repentant servants, remind us that your way is the way of returning. Guide us by your Spirit and by your light. Make us remember the power of the Spirit within us. Make us remember the gifts of our minds, our hearts, and our bodies that you have bestowed on us. That we would use them to honor the directives and the invitations you lay upon us. And know that our ways are not your ways, and we thank you for this. Help us to trust your ways over our ways. Remind us of your faithfulness as you forgive us our short memory and your immeasurable love, grace, mercy, and wisdom. Do not abandon us regardless of how often we lose our way. Place your wounded hands upon our broken hearts and turn towards you. Lord of light, Lord of life, Lord of resurrection. Amen. This prayer practice is called breath prayer. There's multiple ways you can get yourself into the mind frame to do a breath prayer. I'm going to share a couple. One of them would be I recommend getting sitting yourself in a chair uh, straight up, relaxed, um, having your feet on the ground. You can close your eyes, take deep breaths in, and a deep breath out. But while you're doing that, just kind of getting in the moment, you want to start to notice your feet on the ground, how the chair feels underneath you, and maybe even, even how your arms are resting on the arms of the chair. Another way you can do this prayer practice is um, something I shared in the podcast with Dan the other day, is by getting yourself into a safe space mentally in your imagination. Um, that could be a real place that you think of that you go um, you go and you feel very safe and secure in that space you feel very open to God or it could be something you've imagined like um, what I shared was almost recreating the the campfire scene of Peter being reconciled to Jesus after the resurrection so I picture myself on the beach with the campfire with the waves kind of rolling in myself and Jesus. So it's the campfire scene. And as you do that, as you're breathing in and you're breathing out, you just want to start to take notice of all your surroundings, that kind of thing. So 
I'll give you a moment. I want you to get into that mindset, whichever one you do, whether that's the beach scene or whatever scene um, in your imagination where you go to to kind of have your own sanctuary or it's getting into um, being present with your own body in the chair. What we'll do, we're going to start the prayer practice and what we're going to do is we're going to pray um, every time we take a deep breath in We're going to say, nothing can separate me. And you're going to hold that as you breathe in. And then as you breathe out, you're going to say, from the love of God. Now, we'll do this about 10 times. It's not something to be rushed or anything like that. But as you have continued to take deep breaths in and deep breaths out, getting into the mental frame, when you're ready, we will start breath prayer and with me we'll breathe in nothing can separate me and you'll breathe out from the love of God so that's how we'll do it we'll do that about 10 times nothing can separate me from the love of God Now, I'm saying this just as um, a way to kind of guide you, but obviously as you're doing this, it can be difficult to breathe in and say at the same time, but you are voicing those words maybe in your mind or to yourself. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. And we'll do it one more time. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Amen. And this is the breath prayer prayer practice.
Hey there, it's Erica. I'm really happy to be contributing today to this podcast as we build a resource together as a community that we can use in those moments or days or seasons where we don't know how or what to pray. One of the main ways that I like to stay connected in my faith journey when I don't know what to say or how to say it is by just allowing scripture to carry me. That can look a couple different ways. I'm going to lead you through one of those ways today. You know me, I've been talking about imaginative prayer a couple times throughout this podcast, and I would like to walk you through one way that we can use this prayer approach today using the passage Romans 8, 18 through 28. So if you want to read along with me, if that's something that supports you, I would invite you to push pause and grab your Bible now. And if you would prefer to just close your eyes and listen during this segment, I think that would be a great option as well. Let's get started. So for today, I chose Romans 8, 18 through 28, because it actually has within this passage a really cool couple of verses that literally names that moment of when we don't know how or what to pray. And so I find that really affirming that our scriptures name that for us, that this is a totally normal experience that was talked about and experienced during the early church and in other places as well. And uh, But instead of just kind of plucking that passage out of its context to use, I decided to scale out a little bit and we're going to use the entire pericope. That's a fun word we've talked about before, just the, the passage that those couple verses exist within. And I'm going to read it to you. Now, the way that this works is as I read this passage to you, the invitation is for you to engage your imagination and really uh, open up yourself to envision, however you may do that, what the passage is saying. So instead of just processing it as words or intellectual ideas, the invitation is to maybe like imagine you were watching TV or your phone or a computer or something like that, and there's a video playing. What would these words actually represent on that video? What would you see if you were seeing what this passage is saying? And in in that space, what we are doing is we're just cultivating a scriptural imagination and we're also giving ourselves the opportunity to experience the truth of scripture in our brains in a way that we wouldn't if we were just thinking about it in words or concepts. We actually get to tap into different parts of our brain whenever we envision things rather than just thinking about things in a conceptual or ideological way. Now, enough with the kind of technical stuff. We're going to get started with this passage. I chose the message version of this of this passage because I think it reads more easily than some other versions and it does help us to imagine a little bit better. I'm going to read this passage a couple times so that way if this is new for you, you'll have the opportunity to hear it and tap into that more envisioning side of your brain even if you don't quite feel like you've got the hang of it the first or second time. All right, so how about you take this moment to just find a comfortable, quiet place. Maybe look around you, take note of what's in your environment, let your body settle in a little bit and relax. Take a few deep breaths. 
listen with me as I read Romans 8, 18 through 28. That's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. The created world itself can hardly wait for what's coming next. Everything in creation is being more or less held back. God reigns it in until both creation and all the creatures are ready and can be released at the same moment into the glorious times ahead. Meanwhile, the joyful anticipation deepens. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birth pangs, but it's not only around us, it's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us within. We're also feeling the birth pangs. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. That is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us. But the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our worldless sighs our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Try it again now that you've had a practice round. Romans 8, 18 through 28. That's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. The created world itself can hardly wait for what's coming next. Everything in creation is being more or less held back. God reigns it in until both creation and all the creatures are ready and can be released at the same moment into the glorious times ahead. Meanwhile, the joyful anticipation deepens. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birth pangs, but it's not only around us, it's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us within. We're feeling the birth pangs. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. That is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us, but the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. We don't know how or what to pray. It doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good.
would just simply invite you to hold a little bit more space for yourself in this moment. You were just immersed in scripture. You just attempted at least to place yourself in the scripture using your imagination, using that visionary part of your mind that God gave you. And perhaps something came up for you. Maybe maybe an idea took root. Maybe something shimmered. Maybe an image was very vivid. Maybe you have a knowing or you're tapping into a knowing now that you hadn't yet tapped into coming into this moment. Just give yourself a moment to notice if any of that is happening. If it is, why don't you write it down? Why don't you make a commitment to share it with someone you trust? And if it isn't, may I remind you of the passage that says, when we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, if you found this helpful, obviously you uh, don't have me there to read the whole entire Bible to you. But what you can do, there are apps, there are free resources, there are all, you know videos and different things of people reading scripture aloud. You could um, find those if you want to do this on your own. There's a scripture that interests you. You could look it up and find a resource that will read it aloud to you so that you can simply listen. Or you can find someone that you trust that you might want to do this practice with them, taking turns, reading scripture aloud, while the other person has an opportunity to listen and, and imagine. These are all just options that you can use to kind of recreate this practice for yourself when you don't have this podcast here or whenever you want to use it on some other kinds of content. So thanks for praying with me today. Thanks for being a part of this enlarged waiting pregnant paying time with me together as our anticipation only deepens and man i'm just praying for you as you are seeking to deepen your connection with jesus through prayer i know that he is right there reaching reaching out to you every time that you reach out to him and even when you don't Our final prayer that I wanted to read to you today, it's um, being professed by Sarah Bessie. She titles her prayer, A Benediction. God of prayers for parking lots and prisons, of hospitals and holidays, of anger and angels, of traveling mercies and tired ones, of decolonization and deconstruction of wilderness and wander, of feasts and ferocity, of goodness and grief, we come to you today with our whole selves. God of our honest prayers and more honest silences, open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to understand how you already hear, how you are already here with us. Mother God, gather us as a hen gathers her chicks, and let us catch our breath for one hot second and remember how you hold the whole world in your kind, capable, wise hands, including us. Spirit, when we cannot part the weeds of our own traditions and old languages, when the old pathways of prayer feel choked, 
with briars and thorns? Would you make a path in the wilderness for us to find you in new ways, in new words, new practices, new permissions? Would you meet us in the wilderness and set out a feast? We are hungry and thirsty. We are grateful for mostly every moment that brought us here to you. Help us to sink down into your love, to push our roots down into that marvelous love and be planted within your power and grace as we practice loving this world as you have loved this world. May we laugh harder because we have learned to let ourselves weep with you. May we see and know and name beauty because we have learned to bring the ugliness to you. Surprise us and startle us. We're open to all the weird ways you want us to speak in us and to us and through us. May we be peacemakers, joy bringers, truth tellers, status quo disruptors, wanderers and wanderers, and misfits to our time because of resolute contentment who never settle for the sit-down-and-shut-up life, but rise up in your She Who the Sun Sets Free is Indeed, birthright of freedom. May we be the ones who come close to you because of our vulnerability and not because of our false certainties. Teach us to lay down our masks and pretenses. You tore down the veil between us and the Holy of Holies. Keep our hands from re-hanging the curtain. Give us opportunities to practice mercy and courage. Call us to humility, confession, and repentance, even when pride feels more comfortable and superior. Teach us how to rest, how to abide, how to light candles and be satisfied. Don't let us get away with divorcing our prayers From our politics and policies and practices, may we love our neighbors. May we learn to sit with you in silence and know that it is enough to know you and to be known by you and to know ourselves. Teach us to pray, God, as you have always welcomed us to pray, fully human, fully yours, fully held, and fully loved. We will tell you the truth of our lives and of this world, and we will listen to the truth you speak back to us. The truth of our belovedness, of your justice, of your faithfulness, of love, and say, let it be so. Let it be in me. Amen. Like so many of these meditations and prayers, they are all here and available to enhance your spiritual life. These were just a couple of prayers that I personally resonated with. When you don't know what to pray, you can fall back on the prayers that were already written because perhaps they were written for you and for me. Thanks again, and don't forget to also check out um, the Book of Common Prayer. I also might suggest 
um, Ruth Haley Barton's book, An Invitation to Retreat. I read that one um, a couple years ago, and it has a really great resource um, for prayer, and it's called Fixed Hour Prayer. And um, it's kind of like a call and response prayer uh, loaded with scripture for for all three parts of the day, for morning, for afternoon, and for evening. So um, much love to you all, and we will talk to you next time.